Welcome back to the Great Stare Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Ben, and I'm solo this episode. Um, today, I just wanted to talk quick about Cobra Kai Season 4. Uh, it just came out. Other guys haven't watched it, so yeah. Um, I figured I'd just hop on here and talk about it really quick because I'm a massive fan of this show. Um, yeah. We don't do a lot of solo episodes, obviously. Um, the last one didn't work out too well, but this is a show that I just, I really wanted to talk about. And so, yeah, here we are. So, the Cobra Kai. Um, this is a very special show to me. Um, and it's a very newfound uh, love, honestly. Um, at the beginning of this year, I watched the first three seasons and was hooked. Um, I've seen the first three seasons, I think, <laughs> three times just throughout the whole year. Um, it just became a massive comfort show for me, and I, I don't know, I just fell in love with the characters, the story. Um, I went back and watched the Karate Kid trilogy. And yeah, it's one of my favorite shows, honestly. Um, it's, I just, I think this is probably the best revival of a franchise that we've ever seen. You know, and that's that's a lot to say. There's a lot um, in recent memory. Um, but yeah, Cobra Kai is my favorite. I had a lot of anticipation for this season. Um, I was following the production, I was, you know, trying to find out anything I could, um, and this summer we got our, f or the past summer we got our first hint at Terry Silver returning, uh, villain in Karate Kid 3, um, so I thought that was really interesting, and I waited forever and ever, and, and now it's finally here, and I gotta say, um, this is probably my favorite season so far um i think there's some hiccups for sure but i think they really killed it this time around um and i i love all the other seasons but this one i don't know they really stepped up their game um you know i think the show just really knows what it is it knows that this is kind of a silly idea you know the whole rivalry thing between Daniel and Johnny and how it's still going on even though they're teamed up in this season uh, but you know it's pretty self-aware of the silly nature of the Karate Kid trilogy and the how ridiculous Terry Silver is as a villain but you know, yeah, you know, he's very over the top in those movies, and you got you gotta love it because that's just how it is. It's the charm of the of those movies. But what this show does that all you know makes me enjoy it so much is it has that self aware nature, but it's also a really good story and has really good fleshed out characters that I care about. And it's, you know, it's just not, it doesn't bait you with the nostalgia. You know, there is the nostalgic elements in it, and I'm not going to act like there isn't, but, you know, that's, I feel like that's mostly just in the first season. 
you know, there's a lots of flashbacks through the other ones of looking, you know, back on the old movies. You know, there's they look pull scenes directly from it. You know, maybe that you could say that's nostalgia bait, but I mean, I think they do it in a appropriate way, and and I don't know, it's it's good to just have everything really connect in and. You know, after the first season, they don't really rehash any storylines, you know. The first season is kind of similar to the original movie. But after that, they really spun it out and really made its own thing. And, you know, taking those, you know, kind of over-the-top performances and from those movies and making them very grounded in this... Um, Crease, Silver, you know, those two are very over the top and they do a good job of really grounding them and making them seem like real people, especially Terry Silver. I'm really surprised they were able to pull him off in this. You know, he he's a menacing villain, honestly, this time around, instead of him, you know, kind of just... And they explain his over-the-top nature. He was in this season. He was on cocaine and all that stuff. And... I think what they did with his character was really interesting and we got to see a little bit more than just the cackling, you know, <laughs> evil villain from the movies. I thought it really worked. Um, and same with Kreese. Um, Kreese is put in a different uh, stage here and, you know, he's... he's trying to believe you know he he's trying to get silver back in the game he's trying to get these kids some kids some parenthood um you know again in this show they don't make him you know he's a villain he's the obvious villain but they give him make him sympathetic and they give him attributes that don't make him just the evil sweet the leg guy from the original movies which I like then we go to our two main characters on the other side of that I don't know why I waited so long time but Daniel and Johnny who are put in a position that they never been in they have to work together and you know Ralph Macchio and William Zabka they do a great job and they they've always had really fun chemistry and banter back and forth you know Johnny is one of the like just one of the funniest characters on the show. He's the funniest character, um, and it, you know they they're timing together. They're you know like I said, their back and forth is just perfect. Like every time, um, they just work so well together, and it was fun seeing them um, on the same page in some parts of this. I I don't want to spoil anything quite yet. But then we have to, uh, and I just, like, all the performances this season, I thought were, they were at the top of their game. The best they've been in the show, I would say, for everyone. Um, and there's Miguel and Miguel, who is one of the best characters, one of the main characters. He, he has one of the more personal stories in this season, and I really did not expect that from this season, because... You know, we find out a little bit, we get the build up to his past and what he really wants, you know, how he views Johnny and all this kind of stuff. It it was, it was really uh, heartfelt. It was really, 
it was quite sad and I won't get into spoilers quite yet obviously but I really liked what they did with Miguel in the season and um, same with Sam I Sam okay I don't I set that up bad but Sam I like her character Um, nothing wrong with Mary Mouser in the show Um, I think I thought she was good in the show I found her storyline a little inconsistent um, but she changes a lot. I like how she changes throughout the show and evolves, but I was just kind of like, I just didn't really agree with some of the choices they made. It just felt kind of out of character. Um, and then there's Tori, Peyton List, who gets a little more sympathy in this episode. You know, she's always been kind of the big villain of the teenagers, uh, for, for a bit now. Um, and I really like what they do with her character, and um, they they make her a lot more sympathetic, similar to Crease. And you know, it really shows like they really show her like she's not a bad person at all. She just has had a bad life, and the same. And she you know she uses that to relate to Robbie, who played by Dan- Tanner Buchanan, who's my favorite character in the show, and I think. Tanner uh, did an excellent job, but yeah, like I said, everyone, Jolo Maradona, um, Jacob Bertrand, everyone, I thought they did excellent, but you know, Robbie's storyline, oh, I don't know his name, but the actor plays Kenny, Kenny is a really fun, really good addition, and we'll get to him in a little bit, because he kind of does connect to Robbie, who I just thought has always had the most interesting character, who's always had the most interesting storylines. And I really like what they did with him this um, season, being the mentor to Kenny. And um, just the path they went down, which I'll get to at the end of here, it was, it it really did pack a punch. And um, yeah, so like I said, Kenny, there's a new character in this alongside with Devin. Devin doesn't really get that much yet. Um, <clears throat> I'm hoping we get more of her later on. But Kenny is a really interesting character. And I'm really looking forward to see where they go with him in the future. Because, you know, as someone who's bullied, bullying, it's it's just awful. It doesn't feel good. And... Um, I so I could kind of relate to his his struggle and, and just where that can take a person um, if they're bullied to an extent and you know similar to Hawk's story um, I can't I can't really say without spoilers I guess you know what I think I'm just gonna head into spoilers um, if you haven't seen it yet I'm sorry so just click off now. If you want to know my rating, I would give this a 9 out of 10. Um, But spoilers now, so yeah. So we find out Anthony LaRusso is Kenny's bully. And um, I thought that was a great approach. And it adds a new level of depth to Anthony's character, who's kind of just been like a little asshole the whole time. But also Daniel's character, because now he has to deal with his son being a bully when he was bullied when Daniel was bullied in high school and um, 
and it was one of the best storylines of the season surprisingly and um i really didn't expect it to you know go as far as it did and i think it was just done in a really appropriate manner and you know speaking of bullying storyline we have um hawk or eli yeah gets his mohawk cut off which was a big surprise um going in i knew that he a lot there's a lot of speculation that his mohawk would turn purple and it did so i was like all right all right okay but i did not expect them to cut it off and it was yeah i just think what it did for his character and his confidence and how he has to build his new confidence but as eli instead of hawk was was really good and really again appropriately done well thought out and developed well it really feels like this was a good build-up to this moment and his ending to that storyline was was honestly really satisfying um he he won the all, all valley tournament and beat robbie so speaking of the all valley just really well done you know i think the choreogra- choreography of the show has always been super impressive you know, this season doesn't have a oneer like two and three, which have excellent one take action scenes. But I mean, what they did here um, with the All Valley, they really did a great job building up the tension and the stakes of the show. And I think the way that it concluded was probably the best way they could have done it. And you know, we see that Cobra Kai won, but uh, they. They were tipped off by Terry Silver. And so we're going to see how that continues out in the next season. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we're going to see how that goes out the next season. And, you know, obviously, like, and also going off with what S- Silver does at the end is he gets John, uh, he gets Crease uh, arrested. Um because of uh jeez oh, another th- i keep i it's so hard to remember everything that happened um the return of stingray and um that one girl and a niche i don't know i i can't think of it right now but um yeah seeing stingray brack was great love paul walter hauser as that character and um yeah what they do at we're uh, Silver beats him up and then manipulates him to uh, tell the authorities that it was Crease was a really good twist and something I did not expect. Um, so I really am curious what they'd go with that if if Crease is going to be able to get out or you know whatever. Um, but the thing that I think really sold this ending was that final scene between um, Johnny and Robbie and it gave me hope that you know uh, Robbie's finally gonna be done with Cobra Kai and move on and build his relationship with uh, Johnny and Johnny is gonna get some hope from that and he's gonna need to be with Robbie because he's lost Miguel where Miguel after hurting his back in the tournament leaves realizes that karate 
was consuming everything in his life. And so he leaves to go find his dad, which I'm really looking forward to seeing what that ends up being. And I think it would be a really good uh, storyline to see Robbie and helping Johnny find Miguel. And we can get a big, a nice storyline where, you know, maybe Robbie and Miguel become friends, get to know each other a little more. So... I'm really curious what they do with that, and I really hope that they do that story justice, because, um, you know, we've always, it's always been a thing, who is Miguel's father, blah, 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 who's Tori's father, you know, every, all of this stuff, and then, you know, the last scene is Chosen showing up to help Daniel take down Cobra Kai, so... Yeah, I mean, it's nice to see Chosen back, and it'll be cool to have him have a bigger role, and I wonder how he's going to work with Daniel, So, but if I'm being completely honest, I'm not as excited for Daniel's story moving forward. I think it'll be cool to see Daniel in a really dark place after they lost, but, you know, I think Miguel and Johnny and Robbie's story are definitely going to be the definitely what I'm going to be looking forward to the most next season as well as Kenny um so I really just want to see where they go with all that stuff but yeah I think we got a bit before season five obviously I'm hoping this year you know new year I hope that we get that season and we can get you know I don't know what they'll do if this will be the last one if they got more planned but I mean I'll, I'll take whatever I can get um I'm really really looking forward to season five and i thought this was a just an excellent season personally it's it's just a really personal uh show and it's it's really well done and i just i really like it and fell in love with it um at first this it's just kind of crazy this this show was originally watched by me because i was like oh i can have something to tie me over before WandaVision comes out. But it ended up being one of my favorite shows, and here we are. I'm a big fan of it. Love, just love it. Um, a little too obsessed, but, you know, it's nice to have another franchise that I can lean back on, watch, get excited for, because I feel like a lot of the franchises recently that I grew up with have been kind of letting me down so yeah um that's all i really gotta say uh for now um we're gonna plan out get some episodes out you know second season i'm saying this with quote fingers because who really knows when what a season is for this but you know i thought no way home sounded seemed like a good finale episode for that because it was big and I'm making this the premiere episode of our second season, second year doing the podcast. Um, yeah, we hope to get some good stuff out for you. We're going to be doing best of the year soon. And yeah, just some other stuff, some carryovers from the last season we were going to do. But yeah, we're really excited to make some more stuff for you guys. I hope you guys stick with us. Hopefully you're going to have more guests, more more unique episodes you know we're gonna be doing the box office thing once again because we know you guys have seemed to like that so yeah thanks for listening everybody and i'll catch you next time